The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. If you want to say something funny at the start. That would oh be... my God, the performative cold open is bit fast becoming my favourite part of this podcast. <laughs> Kia ora koutou. welcome to The Real Pod. I'm Jane Yee, I'm joined by Duncan Grieve in studio. Alex Casey is, is, I thought you were frozen for a moment there, Alex. On the screen, you were. I was just um, listening to this beautiful professional intro and soaking it all in. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. We've got Samuel on the tools, and it's nice after a little bit of a haphazard period of a bit of Duncan, a bit of no Duncan, a bit of Duncan. We've we've got a few solid weeks in a row now, all on mic. Yeah, not for much longer, but okay. And let's not just just soak in the moment, shall we? We're also Are you off. Where's yeah. he off to? Oh God, he's off. <laughs> Continental <laughs> Europe. Bloody God hell. Sake. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I went to the local park on the weekend. Um, but we've, we're, we're at a round table. Can you see that, Alex? Can you see, see the table? I can the table? see it. It looks very professional. We've been waiting like seven years for this moment, I reckon. It's real exciting for Duncan because he can actually, um, because he's the the fly-by-nighter only here when it suits him, he has always been relegated to the seat that had the table legs in front of it that yeah. we couldn't avoid and he, he had to straddle. Well, let's be honest. It, it was just two desks that had been, like, re, recommissioned. <laughs> Very much speaks to the <laughs> level of resourcing that is typical for the spin-off. So this is frighteningly good and appropriate. Like, this, this just works. I've got more in the the real news to speak to that kind of, like, upping the professionalism of the workplace. But we'll get there. First of all, some housekeeping. Whip out the broom, the mop, uh, the dust dust rag, if you will, because uh, I'm here to tell you that we have a Facebook page. It's called Real Pod Corner. It's a group, actually. You can join that. It's absolutely going off at the moment. Wayne is in fine form. He's listicling up a storm, and it's a lot of, um, lot of nostalgia. So he's doing, like, Lost to Time New Zealand telly shows, serials we grew up with, old Kiwi compilation albums, uh, iconic Kiwi couplings like Glyn and Yulia, Double J and Twice the T, even a mince and cheese pie, if you will. Uh, someone here's put uh, Ben and Yvonne, please. Is that you, Alex? No, that's me. Is that you? Yeah. No. Surely that's the number one. Ben and Yvonne from Shortland Street. Yeah. May to December relationship. <laughs> More like. December to May. <laughs> no, it's it's a May to September, but it might have been a March to October. It was just a great time. It was a great time. It is actually hidden in the deep dark depths of the spin-off. A fantastic um, piece about Penny Vaughan, if you're interested. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's worth schooling yourself up on. Uh, also in Discord, the links to both the Real Pod Corner and Discord are in the show notes for this episode. Right, let's get into the real news. Real news. 
So I just need to address the elephant in the room in terms of upscaling the professionalism of the spin-off. Basically, since you were booted out as CEO, Duncan, <laughs> you booted yourself out. Yeah, I just knew that my time had long since passed and I was doing no one any favours by hanging around like a malevolent ghost <laughs> in the hallways. Um, look, it's all, it's, all been, it's all been wonderful, except for I think I have some devastating news. Yesterday, a dear colleague, seek, I can't reveal my source, but messaged me off work comms and said, I've just saved your below deck Jane mug from, from being chucked. <gasps> and I was <gasps> like, thank you, thank you. And then they said that Duncan's is still still there somewhere if you need to save it, Dunk. Well, what, so there's a. I don't know where, yeah. I don't know where, but more importantly. It's been a cull. I can't see the Sheep Shagger. I can't see Antiques Roadshow. I can't see them. I don't know where <gasps> they are. This is terrifying. Okay, hold on. Can I ask, is my tourist plate from when I was 21 years old in Thailand still in the kitchen? That is on display on my shelf at home, Alex. Okay. <laughs> yes. What about, the, what about the Real Pod Museum? I know, well, okay, yes, we need to find, we need like to, we, we need to I'm, I'm actually quite, I think we might have to stop doing the podcast because I'm, I'm scared. Uh, I will forget out. this. I've got, I've got back-to-backs the whole day. I do have to leave shortly. <laughs> What 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 is going to happen to our I, precious heirlooms? I don't know. Um, look, if this is making absolutely no sense to you, we we have long been. Um, Every workplace has sacred. Yeah, mugs. we have sacred mugs. We have a whole lot of sacred mugs, and uh, the sheep shagger mug has come up many a time in this podcast. In fact, I was listening to an old episode the other day when we went into a detailed description of it. It was really really good. Oh, it's a horny I do mug. Say so. um, <laughs> but I yeah, we need to we need to find those mugs. This is. This is a travesty. I actually have some I have some mug news too because when I moved to Christchurch, I was given a lovely leaving gift, which was a beautiful custom mug that said I am and then a pile of Jaffers. Yeah. <laughs> Just so I can like always remember where I came from. The handle's broken. Oh no. So something's going on here. Mercury is in retrograde. Does that have something to do with what's happening to the mugs? Definitely. I don't know. Definitely. I thought your mug news right. was going to be that you had mug written all over your forehead. but Oh, constantly. <laughs> Tattooed. <laughs> Tattooed. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to think of some clever pun with mug in it, and I can't. Nothing. I got nothing. So if anyone, if anyone <laughs> comes up with something. Good, call in. <laughs> call in. 0800 80 1080. I actually think like a mug museum. Is a good idea. Mugsam. As an extension, a new wing yeah. of the Real Pub Museum. Yeah. Where we just have all the novelty mugs, you know, things with people's children yeah, on. Yeah, because we had like a, shops, was it like a new idea mug? Yeah. Like we've, we've got some um, some cracking mugs. There was a Twin Peaks one, which I really enjoyed as well. But Antiques Roadshow was a great one because it was just a good, really it was good. a slightly smaller size. Yeah, so it wasn't very good for it being a mug because you always want like my greatest mug, which I think I've also discussed on this podcast. God, we are talking a lot about mugs here. Is um, my <laughs> King Dad mug, which is like sort of two and a half times capacity. It's just an enormous like bucket mug. Really good. Do you know while we're speaking about the quality of um, mug wear, <laughs> cup wear? You remember the. Remember the 90s? Remember that time when coffee and cafes first started being a thing and everyone had those really thick-rimmed cups? There's still a lot of them around. Yeah. But I can't drink from those without dribbling, like without getting it all down myself. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's a them problem, not a you problem. I'm glad they're phasing them out now. Anyway, mug corner. <laughs> mug corner. <laughs> 
Oh, I've got a thing in here about the fact that I'm a soccer mom now, which is um, which isn't really news to anyone because there's there's many many of us out there. But I went to my son's first ever game, bunch of eight year olds, uh, on the weekend, and our team never played a game before. Honestly, just like looking around, not knowing what to do. Like when you yell out, when I'm yelling out to him, like you know, call out to your teammates, find some space. He just turns around and looks at me, like you want me, mum. Yeah. <laughs> just stops in the middle of the pitch oh, and looks very cute. Yeah. But the other team. Who've been playing together for three years? Oh no! Coach turns up with a magnetic oh, no. board with like the the little no. <laughs> position markers on them and everything. I it was Ted Lasso. It was insane. I was going to say that I think Taika Waititi is making a little documentary about about your team at the moment. <laughs> yes, uh, I watched. What, what was the final scoreline? Um, oh, it was. I mean, I know we got zero. Yeah, and they I stopped counting. But it was it, a sort of a mercy uh, roll type situation. Some, somewhere around ten ish. Oh yeah, it's not P- too bad. Plus potentially, <laughs> it was good fun to watch, but it was pretty, uh, pretty devastating for those guys who thought they were pretty good kicking around at the school field, you know, and then came come to play a game and go absolutely got reamed. Good life lesson. Uh-huh. Good life lesson. <laughs> um, is there anything further to add, Re Briscoe slash Suzanne Paul? Again, this is another Mercury and Retrograde this really, situation. This it's should have been so leading the news. Confusing. This is a it's a great question. There has been a development. So I don't remember if last week we talked about this new campaign that's emerging where Suzanne Paul seems to be just the face of almost every product no. in the country. Um, this was first brought to my attention by my media insider, who is my dad. <laughs> um, and when I say media insider, I mean the only person I know who watches free to television anymore. And he always sends me a lot of like charming updates, particularly from the world of advertising. And over the course of a few nights, Suzanne Paul was fronting a Burger King campaign, a Liquorland campaign, something for a retirement village, all in the same kind of regal outfit with a tiara in the same sort of studio setup. So I've done some investigating and you'll be surprised to know this is part of an integrated partnership campaign. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it I mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's about the lead up to the coronation. TVNZ have enlisted or black, is it black sand? Black, the black sand. They're good at what they do. They are good. They get the people talking. Yeah. So they have done this Great podcast multi-part too. campaign with a range of um brands and Suzanne Paul is just fronting all of it and it's all about them being like this regal um a regal affair with Somerset Village and Burger King. Burger, so on, expect Burger, to see more Suzanne Paul. Burger, Burger King. Burger, Burger King. Liquor it's interesting, isn't King? it? King or is it super no, liquor? Liquor land. It's yeah. like King, King of the Land. King of the Land. King of the Land. And how do you explain Somerset retirement? Well, he's in his son's is, is there like an estate there? They've probably got an estate. Somerset's part of England. This is true. The final one, I think, is uh, Tim Tam Toffee Pops. Oh, they're just always in on everything, aren't they? Did you say Regal dry cleaning before? Did I just invent that in my mind? You invented that, but that would be a good addition. Yeah. Oh, there could be more to come. We just don't know. There's a few more days to King's coronation. King's So, oh, God, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. God, it's good. There's some proactive so for you, Black Sands, just... Do a bit of outreach. Okay, I did a bad gag there that everyone missed, and I just need Come to on, reference it, it so let's that no it. one, so that no one thinks that I don't know the name of the actual podcast. But I said uh, Black Sands was a great podcast as well. Oh, yeah, good. So, I, I heard you say that. And I thought that's just don't know what she's talking about there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's on different <laughs> networks. Don't listen clever. to it. Don't listen to it. No. Listen to our great in depth. It's like, right. it's like the number one, the number one podcast <laughs> of, in New of Zealand all time. of all it's time. Like yeah. Pure heroine <laughs> podcast, <laughs> very obscure. 
Um, but yeah, what I like about it is that it's it's a glimpse into a universe where potentially Suzanne Paul is just the face of everything in advertising. Very, you know, very cheap be. for the advertisers, you'd think, because you're getting a, you know, you're not having to pay for bespoke set or, or yeah, but co- you, no, you costumes to, or anything. But aren't you having to pay for Suzanne Paul as your spokesmodel? Yeah, but she's also spokesmodeling lots of other things at the same time, you know. So I reckon you can drive that price down. We need to get mm. Suzanne Paul on the pod to reveal her. Yes, checkbook. well, look, I have placed some media inquiries, um, primarily with my dad, <laughs> <laughs> but also Suzanne Paul and TVNZ. So fingers crossed we got another story. But yes, with this and the Briscoes universe, it's just oh, wild. It's because the Briscoes thing's different. Like, this wasn't part of that. Unrelated. What? But I have, yeah, I don't know. I always have the suspicion that Jono and Ben are involved yeah. somehow. You've got so <laughs> Whenever spared, anything happens to me, Jono ever since the t- and Ben <laughs> SD, like it's uh, after the Taylor Swift on a line scooter. Ever we since that, know. I can't trust anything or anyone. They can they're always they're always working those two. Ain't on you, like they've sort of given yeah, up on, on me. <laughs> The rest of the balance of the population, but Alex Casey. <laughs> There's actually a whole secret series on the dark web. You know how they used to do um, the next next best actor, whatever it was called, that segment mm. on the show. But oh, it's yeah. actually just all these all these people that you keep seeing around that you keep spotting are planted by by Jono and Ben, and they're uh, they're recording you the whole time to check your reaction, to check you getting yeah. some cheeky. It's like a Truman. It's like a Truman yeah, show. and it's all on the dark web. So www.darkweb.com. You know, <laughs> so you find that uh, on the on the very um, light web, the big wide open for everyone web, broadcasting all around the world. The coronation is on its way. King, this King's, Saturday night. King's birthday is on its way, which is a weird thing to say. But yes, the coronation this Saturday night. Uh, we'll cross to our royal correspondent Alex Casey now for more. Yeah, well, I've somehow kind of ended up in this role. I don't particularly care. Huge monarchist. <laughs> <But what I, laughs> and my mum would be so mad at me right now. She listened to this podcast and knew that I was talking about the coronation as a proud Scotswoman. But I do enjoy live blogging with my good friend and colleague, Tara Ward. And we uh, live blogged. It's actually in hindsight. We live blogged the funeral. <laughs> And we just had a great time. It's quite funny when you think so, about it, though. Right? I think it's what she would have wanted. I think so. I think it's why she died. Yeah. We need to give them some content. Like Trump's not a president anymore. Pandemic's <laughs> over. What, what are Alex and Tara going to do? What can we expect from the coronation? Well... I don't know, James, because I don't really know much about it. But that's it. the question that someone would expect. ask a correspondent, hey, what can we expect? That is the sort of thing. And I know that, you know, the Herald have sent over their, their entertainment, head of entertainments over there, TV1, TV3 are going live from 7pm on Saturday, but the actual coronation itself doesn't start proper until 10pm. So I'm hoping to squeeze in a little uh, 21st party. <laughs> And then return and start live blogging later in the wow, evening. Wow, you are running the gamut also, that night. I am. I am busy. Um, but there is a Coronation concert as well, which is the thing that I think a lot of the headlines have been, you know, Adele's turned it down, Elton John's turned it down. Why are they turning Katy it Perry, down? Katy Perry, though. Katy Perry, keen as hell. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Proud, proud Brit. <laughs> what, what, what? Um, I don't know. Busy? But sh- bad so vibes? Do you, it must be bad vibes, They right? might be dye stands, you know? Yeah. 
yeah, maybe Elton's just like, I'm going to leave it there. You it just know? sounds like such a sitter for Elton. Okay, but there's a, gr- there's, a great, there's a great list that's come as a result of the people that they actually wanted turning it down. So who's going to be there? Well, we've got Andrea Bocelli, which I love, exactly. you know, and you'd expect him to be rocking up. <laughs> Paloma Faith. <laughs> Paloma Faith, jeez, that's a bottom of that's the That's pretty bottom of the barrel. <laughs> um, and then there's... They've kind of made a big deal about Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise is only sending in a humble video message. No. He's not performing Candle in the Wind or anything. <laughs> he should do his risky business number. That'd be great. <laughs> Tom Cruise video messages, is, that's like a cameo. That's not... They've probably just ordered it online. Yeah. Yeah, Man, true. this is bleak. This is... This this he's be. just saying generic, like... A generic kind of congratulations, Ken. But he doesn't actually know he's doing it for that game. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, of course. Obviously. But again, that's just IP. Like, this is pretty yeah. savage. Uh, Nicole Scherzinger, though. True. But it's all like Nicole Scherzinger. It's all like not British people. This is a so pop 90s yeah. pop arena, and I am so excited. Is it like official merchandise, or is these just some people who are excited? Like, what's going on? I'm so <laughs> curious about all this. But I really don't know, but look, Tara and I will be trying to make sense of it on the spinoff on Saturday night. There is also this thing I didn't know about, which is that they are expecting a quote-unquote chorus of millions to pledge their allegiance out loud oh, in the pub. <laughs> at a certain point yeah. in the pub, in the, at the viewing parties and stuff. Um, will you be doing that at home as a proud Scotswoman? I probably will as a joke. <laughs> yeah. But the, once you're pledged, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say. No take backs. Do you don't want to read it out on right. the pod because that's it. What if I cross my fingers behind my back? That's fine then. That's that's an yeah. hour. Yeah. No, you're right. Legally. <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> it's, just, it's just exciting to have something to do, you know, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, next story is yours as well, Alex. Oh, yeah, this is just a little tidbit I picked up. Um, Jason Momoa is still here shooting this big new Apple TV show, and he made this video with Men's Health, which is like a um, sort of parody of the Vogue 73 Questions, where he takes them through his shed wherever he's shooting. Like, he's got this big kind of workout shed. I think he's shooting somewhere in West Auckland or Northland. Anyway, and so I, of course, he opens the fridge and I did a zoom in. He's got some mainland tasty, uh, tasty cheese slices mm-hmm. in there. And he's got some large, long sliced Delmain pickles in there. So it's just nice to see some local, well, Delmain local. I, I think don't know. it is. New Zealand supermarket items in Jason Momoa's world, you know? It's, uh, I mean, cheese is very expensive. Mainland is, is up there in terms of the non, you know, boutique brands. I think of the in the cheddar yes. world, it's the top of the tree. It's the top, top also, of the tree. the most expensive way you can buy it sliced. is um, sliced. So he's really flexing in more he ways is. than one, isn't he? He is. And his men's Also in the fridge was just like in a crazy amount of Guinness. <laughs> just really? like shelves and shelves of Guinness. Pre, post, something workout? I don't know. Ah, is that a that joke be, or is that real? He said it was post workout. That might workout. be his secret. You know, beer known to be great for your physique, right? Guinness is, I don't even know if it's beer, technically. It's some weird substance. Marmite. Liquefied. Anyway. Okay. That's been a ripper. That's been a ripper news. It was a ripper. You're welcome. You're welcome, Don't worry, we're really stepping it up from there because I forgot to tell you that about three weeks ago, I got recognised from the television. Whoa. When I was out buying a sausage roll at a petrol station. Actually, 
I was at a petrol station getting petrol, and as you know, always have to get a sausage roll when I get, go to a petrol station. That's your reward for not having a car run out of petrol. Exactly. Um, and as I walked out, a guy in a van yelled out, which is always good when it's a guy in a van, yelled out, um, are you an actor? And I said, no, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was on Treasure Island, and luckily he didn't say, no, that's not it. He said, oh, I knew I'd seen you somewhere. <laughs> so that was nice. That's such a good one. Yeah. Did you go and Love just like it. immediately offer to do a photo, even though he didn't ask? I think yeah, you should. I did. I signed the bonnet of the van. <laughs> yeah. Do vans have bonnets? <laughs> I've signed the. Yeah, just little yeah. ones. Yeah. The nub. Gave him, gave him my address, told him to pop over for a cup of tea, and I could tell him all about it. Still waiting tea for him. But yeah, good times. Um, and I had a celebrity sighting of my own last night, which is huge news for me because I do not. I'm usually the one getting spotted as we've heard. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> one time. Um, but I saw Chris Graham at New World. Now, most of you are going, who's Chris Graham? But there's there's a lot of people from a certain generation in a certain industry, mainly the music industry, maybe the film. TV advertising industry who who recognised that name, but it was a very serendipitous run-in. I haven't seen him for like decades, and uh, the reason why it's such a big deal that I ran into him on this occasion will become clear on the spin-off on Friday. Yeah, ooh, good, good tease. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's a, this is one of our big, biggest investigations of the year to date, and Alex Casey original. We're very excited about it. A lot um, of buzz. There's a lot of buzz around. A lot of buzz. Oh, there is there is a feeling of buzz, and I have actually been emailing Chris Graham, asking him for some additional images to support this upcoming story. Uh, and he messaged me today and said, "Also, bumped into Jamie in the supermarket last night." Are you serious? Is that, is that an autocorrect? I'm serious. Is that an autocorrect? It's like it's an autocorrect, but it's better be. <laughs> <laughs> I. It would be great if she, if she didn't really know your name. They might not. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Uh, but no, I'm really looking forward to yeah. it. Friday, Friday. We can't give out any any clear. information no. because we don't want to get scooped on this, on this huge story. <laughs> uh, and finally, you you had a you had a sort of uh, celebrity. Well, you did have a celebrity spotting, and then you had a, a one that doesn't really count because you were at a show. Ah, oh, yes. I will start by saying um, I went to Littleton on Saturday night and I actually uh, was recognised for my contributions to podcasting. I met some people and they were like, Alex, oh, are you Alex Casey. I love you. I love, I love your podcast on the rig. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, the real pod. Found dead. I got on the rack, it's been dead for like three years. Is it, is it feels like longer. <laughs> sounds, sounds like it's time for it us to go into a live strong. pod on Littleton. Littleton Live. I think so. And you know who we'll see there because you can't move a muscle in the city without seeing him. Marlon Williams. Lovely person to see yeah. if you're going to be seeing someone a lot. Incredible person to see. I mean, I will not look directly no. at him. No, that's very for dangerous. Fear of something happening. Um, but yeah, definitely something I was not expecting. As part of the sort of the cell of Christchurch is that you're just, he's just absolutely everywhere. He's absolutely everywhere. And I did see, I mean, this is sort of different, but I did see James Mustapick's new show at Little Andromeda last week, and it was brilliant. Tell us about Man it. Man still got it. Well, 
I don't really want to spoil anything. And it's a lot of stuff you'll probably be familiar with in terms of the way that James does comedy. There's a lot of interacting with a screen. <laughs> I'll say that. A lot of uh, viral YouTube clips and things incorporated. But I just had a really, really great time. He's just, I, I messaged him. I was just like, he's on fire. He's on fire at the moment. There's a lot of really funny stuff with his mum. Fans of James Mustapick, who I know listens to this podcast too will know that he's used his mum, Janet, in his comedy and his videos since he was, like, 11, yeah. <laughs> by I mean, the looks like of a, things. Uh, he was part <laughs> of the lineup show that I saw where I saw uh, Liv Parker, and he did a very, very good bit, but it was, I was, um, that's why I'm kind of surprised to hear this, because it was very, like, it was kind of almost, it was intentionally low energy, and he had this kind of, like, almost gravelly voice, and it was, like, it was a totally different mood, but it sounds like he's he's still on that very good kind of hyper-pop culture wildness in terms of the, the big hour. No, and I, I quite like that he sort of contrasts this very high energy, like quite chaotic, you know, pastiche kind of video stuff with his incredibly droll, like Dunedin yeah. <laughs> vocal fry. Um, yeah, I just had a really great time. Um, go and see, go and see, go and see James's new show. I think there's a lot of stuff that RealPod listeners will like in it. <laughs> it's a uh, get out and support local comedy. You know, and it's also... We're always saying yeah, that. Always saying that, aside from the comedy you're hearing right now. Um, but also, New Zealand Music Month, big deal. It's a huge deal. There uh, there was... I don't know what's happening. Is anything happening? Yeah, the, there's always... Like, Someone feel- wrote something on staff. Um, Amberly Jack wrote about the, the, you know, the greatest New Zealand music videos of all time, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. Really? Yeah, it's a few, a few things that aren't there that should be there. Are you talking about week... I'm talking about all sorts. Um, there's all the Joel Cafali videos for a start. Wow. <laughs> no Lord in there. Snubbed. No, no Day Harmo, which is obviously a huge, huge video. Uh, lots of lots of little lovely visual audio treats completely missing. For instead, there's like a p- pacifier and Dave Dobbin and just just the usual boring stuff, you know. What about Good Shoot? Good Shoot were in there. Good Shoot were in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has the lowdown on everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. Join some of the superstars of the investment and business world as they share advice from their time in the US so you can make your mahi count in this massive market. The Investment Fix Podcast, brought to you by Invest New Zealand. Tune in today. Skinny are helping you show how smart you are with the 1Q Quiz, an all-new, super-challenging and super-quick daily quiz built by The Spin-Off. Every Monday, Skinny are giving you the chance to prove you're smart with the Skinny Extra Credit question. Get it right and you'll get the chance to score yourself some Skinny Extra mobile credit so you can text, call or even video call your group chat and gloat about how big your brain is. T's and C's apply. Hello for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. All right. Well, that's not... Sorry, I accidentally opened up the document uh, that I'm using for when I am a guest speaker at AUT this afternoon. It's wrong. So, whoops. Oh, hate, hate that. <laughs> Uh, wrong document. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's embarrassing. Let's go to the community notice board. It's the community 
sport. Okay, so we haven't done community notice board for a few weeks, but it's still happening out there in the community, guys. There's still things happening, and we have a couple of very cute dog-related stories that have popped up. This one, I don't know where Wigram Skies is. It's it's not in Aotearoa, is it, at all? Is it? Wigram, that's crushed. <laughs> is it Wigram Skies, though? What's Skies? Is that... I don't know what skies be, be like is. Heights, you know? Okay. Oh, she's Googling. I can hear a tip a tip a tip anyway. Yeah. So it is local. It's a subdivision. <gasps> it's sort of a, a gate. It's like a stone fields or something. Okay, great. Even yeah. better then. Forget everything I said. This comes from New Zealand. Okay. Strange request, but does anyone have a smallish toy lightsaber we could borrow for our pug to wear to a costume party at daycare this afternoon? And of course, there's a reply. Yes, you can borrow our pug's lightsaber. And there's a photo there of another pug with a little lightsaber, and it is adorable. Do you think that the pug in the original request was was not an autocorrect problem? Like, no, because there's fo- there's follow up photos of the um, of the, the other pug, o- OP's pug, wow. uh, wearing a little Ewok outfit and. Um, or a little, I don't know, a Jedi. Well, I don't know, something to, uh, Star Wars, and in uh, the in the borrowed lightsaber, bringing communities together is so cute, beautiful. And then this one's a little bit disturbing. Don't know where this is from because um, the post has blocked out the the community name. But help, we're pretty sure we uh, we returned the wrong dog from the groomers today. We can't get hold of anyone to talk to. This is a freaking horror movie. Um, did anyone have a mini schnauzer groomed at X Y Z today and think the dog they picked up is acting weird? <laughs> Please let me know. Like, um, imagine bringing your dog home and it's just got a new personality and potentially like a heaps worse one, and it looks the same because it's the same breed. And you just have to kind of look at the photo of the dog. I mean, boom energy it's posted side <laughs> on, but it's like super sad looking. <laughs> like or, it knows that, it's or, not a home. I mean, I've met quite a few of that breed that, that are quite mad at you. Like they're quite yappy. Mm. I. It would just be, it would be like a very, it's it's like a switched at birth kind of butt dog They situation. have very, very grumpy eyebrows. Yeah. The part of this that I don't, that tickles me is we're pretty sure yeah. we were returned the wrong dog. Like, well, how are you not sure? Well, I guess they must have been. So, how transformative was this They haircut? must have been so alike yeah. that obviously the groomers mixed them up and then the owners I don't know. Maybe they were busy juggling children, you know, do- dog right. food. And if you came home and your one was suddenly like heaps better, do you just be like, well, I guess he's just happy they now. Like he's got, finally got a good haircut, <laughs> you know? The result is there was a dog swap. That was the wrong dog. The dogs have now been reunited with their rightful owners. But what a wild story. I just do not feel like I could a- accidentally bring home a dog that's not pickle. I wish I could because the flea situation is ongoing. Okay, I want a flea update. <laughs> I think of little else now. Okay. Okay, are you ready for this? Seriously? Yeah. Have I told you how many I've picked off him in one session? Off, off the pick? Yeah, picked. I picked. Picked. Uh, at one point, I picked 17 off in one go. Oh. Um, wow. And they say that, like, if you find one, there's 95 more elsewhere. <laughs> and I can't do that math, <laughs> but it's a lot. So we definitely. Uh, on the dog. On the dog. Now, let me tell you. There's 95 No, no, I think in the, in oh, the atmosphere, in the, you know, in your house somewhere. But I have Shave been, I have been, I did, I have been picking them off him on the daily to the point where I'm like certain there's no more. 
and then by the end of the day, there's more because he's had a flea treatment, so he then acts as a hoover. Can, like can, they jump can on. you give him a true like number zero? He'd be very cold. I don't trust myself to do that. Anyway, I'm going to flea bomb this weekend, guys. I'm going to go. I'm, I've bought the flea bombs. I can't do it at the moment because I've got the children around. Apparently not good for the kids. So I have to wait till they're gone, and then I'm doing it this weekend. And pray to the gods that it's going to be over. Well, except that it has been a great saga for us. Yeah, I mean, After I married at first sight. I'm not confident. It sounds like they're really hard to get rid of. And when I when I catch them, hot tip because everything on the internet says very hard to kill a flea. Just get some between your nails. Squash them, but when you it's say fine. between your nails, it can't be the tips of your nails. You've got to get the back of yeah, your thumbs so, together, they sort of pop, and, and you get yeah, you get a little crack noise, yeah, and then you know that they're done. Feels good. It does feel good. Like it's that gross thing that at first you're revolted, and by the end you're hoping to find some just oh, so totally. you can, you know, have the joy of. Killing it, set. So I think you're think. keeping these fleas alive. I think I think you're going to do a half-ass flea bomb. Be like, oh, oh, oh God. I, I have to keep cracking these fleas. I'll be in slack going, got to go home, got to kill some fleas. Leaving early today. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the flea update. Flop date. Watch the space for more. Let's do reality check. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> Sad start to Reality Check this week because just yesterday, Jock Zonfrillo from MasterChef AU um, was found passed away in his home. And just it's, it's always shocking when someone who's currently on the television passes. He's young, 46, like that's our cohort, Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, I think that, the, like, there's a new season about to start that he's in. And mm, they've, they've delayed it by a week in Australia. Yeah. And I think TVNZ is following suit. But everything I've read is like basically the whole season is kind of up in the air now, which you could probably understand. Yeah, it's, it's, it'd be a hard thing to watch, yeah. right? Like, just a very, very dark cloud over um, great tally show, but very sad. Lots of tributes and so on happening. But, um, Another loss to the reality TV world in this last week, Jerry Springer died from pancreatic cancer. Also sad. Different vibe, Jerry Springer. Mm. Uh, he was part of that heyday eh, of like Oprah, Donahue, Ricky Lake, and then Springer was just like next level. He was amazing. He was early proper drama, yeah. like toxic drama. <laughs> really, really reality chaotic telly. scenes. It is amazing like the fact that you know, we were absolutely not the target market for any of those shows. This was like daytime television yeah. staples. But what are you going to do when you're off school sick? You, you know, watch that shit. Yeah, that was great monoculture era. But yeah, Jerry Springer, Springer was so wild. Like, in some ways, predicted the kind of extra, extra, extra level levels of chaos of the internet. It just reminded me when you're mentioning because it was sort of a part of the Judge Judy conversation, which I think was a week or two ago. I had some information passed on to me from a, a human rights lawyer who knows about Judge Judy because we were wondering if Judge Judy was real mm -hmm. or not. Judge Judy is an arbitration. So the parties can agree their own process, including that it is on TV, but, yes, the cases are real and the decisions are binding. Wow. That's what they say in the intro. That's what they say in the intro. You can't but say true. anything on the television that's not true. Same as the internet. Exactly, Jane. So... <laughs> 
Same on a podcast. Uh, the benefit of going on Judge Judy is they pay for all your legal fees for you. So uh, you don't have to pay for your lawyers and your court fees if you lose. And this is the theory we have around couples therapy too, isn't it, which is starting on May 17th because everyone is like, why would you do that? That seems like a, a ridiculous way to get some actual help uh, as publicly Earing and shaming each other yeah, on I'm, television. Is, is this a format show or is this it's a format show? It's a format show. But the thing is, have you tried to book in with a therapist anytime True. lately? So difficult. The wait list, no are, are, like this is, you know, if you're going, even if you're going private, let alone if you're trying to go public, forget about it. Deal, you're going to have to deal with your problems. It's awful, but true. There's lots of fucked up shit happening in mental health in New Zealand. Um, so I'm not, I'm not suggesting you go on the telly to do this, but people are doing it. And I've seen the trailer. Have you watched the trailer? I have not watched the trailer. Distinct lack of tears, as far as I'm concerned. Mm, I'm just feel like be a real problem. the moment I'm sitting in a therapist chair, I'm reaching for the tissues, and I feel like if I was in a couples therapy session, even more so. Um, I'm, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll reserve judgment until I watched it, but I do wonder if they're all there for the right reasons. Really? Mm. I do have the first episode of my inbox. What? Embargoed, so I will circulate it with all of you. Um, <laughs> That's what embargo means, eh? I mean nothing. Back, and Chris Henry listens to this podcast too. Um, on the therapy crisis, I will say I have been uh, reaching out for my own uh, mental health support recently and <laughs> – same in Christchurch, like not many available. And the ones that were, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I, had, be available I had a funny for a interaction. <laughs> yeah. She's like, why don't <laughs> um, And we had this sort of get to know you chat and I booked in. And she was like, cool, okay, so see you Thursday 1st. And this was yesterday, which was the 1st, which was a Monday. And I was like, oh, I think it's Thursday 4th. And she's like, oh, yeah, cool, sorry. See you Friday. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit. This is going to be a disaster. <laughs> but, like, real, real pod kind of energy, so maybe it'll work out. Okay, know. you're going to be besties. <laughs> we'll never see each other at the same time. It's going to be really complicated. <laughs> oh, good on you for being proactive, though, Alex. And that's Thank genuine. You, um, you, can you talk to, me, talk to me about Tracked? Because this is, ah. is this similar to Hunted? It is similar to Hunted. Uh, it's coming to three. I don't actually know exactly know when. Sometime this month, but they announced all the teams over the weekend. So it's a combination of New Zealand outdoorsy types <laughs> and then like just the most brutal survivalists from around the world who I think are going to just destroy them. <laughs> so the idea is that these teams get led out into the wilderness somewhere in the South Island and these two uh, elite level trackers who have to remain completely anonymous. And I don't know if this is just for the drama or if it's true, um, but they have to stay anonymous because they could be deployed on military operations at any given time. That was time. my favourite part, <laughs> like, And it also doesn't it, it doesn't feel like they're in the army or whatever. It feels they're like, you know, like sort of mercenary black ops kind <laughs> of, you know, just hide guns that you can just shove into any sort of, oh, I just want to destabilise this regime down here, you know, and they might yeah. be called away to do that. Just. So are we just going to see the backs of their heads? Is that sort of how it's going to work? Well, they're sort of dressed in like ninja, like you can only see their eyes. So my theory is, yes, either they're like incredibly high-level dangerous people or they're... Yeah. Oh, John Owen <laughs> John <Ben>. yeah. <laughs> Shit, not again. <laughs> Hell of a reveal at the end. Can't wait to watch it on the dark web. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's hosted by Vinnie Jones, who 
yeah, I think he's been doing actually quite a lot of like very beautiful media interviews. I don't know if you've read any of them about his, um, seems to not really talk about Tracked at all and kind of talk about his own personal journey through grief and addiction, which I've really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I'm really intrigued to see there's kind of teams from the US, there's some people that have done Ninja Warrior like a bunch of times and all these quite intense looking international people and then just some local teams that are like, I'm scared we're going to run out of toys. <laughs> Legit for you. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah, fair. which is really um, But also a US podcaster, and as we know, podcasters are great in the elements. <laughs> yes. That's certainly our, our experience. Famously. Um, it does feel like this show is, is a sort of little window into what might happen, not to get all foldy on it, but um, with Discovery getting more confident in terms of local commissioning, but basically using the screen production grant and all of that are various subsidies to make stuff for, for the world and it's just there's probably going to be a lot of couple of rando kiwis there just that are just fresh meat for the start of a thing that really the audiences are uh, in the US and the UK I'm all about it I mean I the more reality TV we can make the better I have to say looking over you know some of Wayne's lists and things I'm, I'm really um, I'm quite uh, nostalgic we just don't make much anymore. Like, I know. Imagine if the real pod had been around doing like a community access radio show in the sort of early 2000s during Julie Christie's like absolute prime when she was commissioned to make basically anything she wanted. Speaking of which, next week we are planning on and hoping to, and all signs are pointing to yes, having quite a big deal uh, guest on the real pod to talk about something in our reality TV past. I don't want to tell you any more than that because I'm all about teasing and I'm worried it might not happen. Um, but if uh, if it does go ahead, it's going to be a huge real pod story. Just you another guys. real pod exclusive. Yeah, you'll appreciate the it. Third <laughs> in our eight years alive. <laughs> <laughs> An exclusive in that maybe had extensive coverage <laughs> at the time. In the early yeah, 2000s. Had, had coverage at the time. Um, but it's time. We we love nothing more than digging up a, a bad McChicken or such, and you know, and really going behind uh, the, the the known facts to find out more. And that's what we'll be doing. Um, Shannon from Married at First Sight. Remember everyone's favourite. Absolute. I think on balance, yuck. the scariest one. Terrifying, terrifying fellow. He's expecting his second child with the ex that he was texting during the season. They're still not together. And she insists that she didn't get pregnant during during the filming. Um, but there you go. Just nice to know some more of that DNA just, out in the world. Just more burnishing Shannon's great brand <laughs> as a, as a lad. <laughs> One to watch. And finally, in reality check, this is not very exciting news for most people probably, but Heather and Tarek from Selling Sunset have their own show called The Flipping El Mooses, and I just think the name's really funny. Yeah, it's a good name. They're flipping houses. Um, is Selling Sunset back on yet? Feels feels I overdue. Don't think so it's been a while, hasn't it? Like May's the time. But, you know, and Christine, Christine's yeah. not coming back. I don't know. I've got worries. Got big yeah. worries. Anyway, um, well, we've got one last little thing to get through, and it is uh, it's over there in the Max Key Corner. Like and subscribe. Max Key Corner. John Key in the rubbish bin. John Key's in the bin. Max what, has posted. Max has posted 
uh, our former Prime Minister doing what every good Kiwi does when the bin gets a bit full and uh, jumping on it to condense it down. He's oh. posted that to the Instagram. Oh. That's how Jason Gunn broke his back. You have to be careful. Did he really? I'm more of a waiting till after nightfall and then prowling my neighbour's bins and just chucking the extras in there. Okay. Is that legal? I feel like there's such funny, like, tension over there. It definitely feels really tense. I know I'm doing something wrong. But if I have to choose between that and the the jumping on it technique, I'm, I'm definitely doing that. I'm a jumper, especially in the recycling. This looked like a green bin, like perhaps a garden bin. Uh, those things can get heavy if you've they got. They get real heavy. Yeah, yeah I put mine. You out know about last night. you know about garden bins. Big time, mm. big time. Hey, something or, or else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Christchurch. Did I tell you this already? Because I know you're a garden bin enthusiast. Every house in Christchurch has what? a free garden bin. We all, we all, the council. How many we have garden bins. We have green bins, mega, like the size of your red bin. Um, and they get to go out. Hang every on, red bin or blue bin for food. Red, uh, red uh, bin. Not, not, yeah, it's not recycled. I, I okay. But it goes out every week. Oh, oh every week. Every week. Oh, that would be enough. We're getting food scraps. Because the idea is that in exchange, yeah, because your food scraps are going in the green bin, your red bin has way less waste in it if you're not composting. Okay, we're getting, so food, we're getting they, food yeah. scraps specific bins in Auckland. But that'll be the same thing, right? They're, they're about this it's big. Great. I'm oh. doing hands. Uh, it's like 27 mm. litres. Um it's. I, I worry. I worry that dogs are going to figure it out and they're going to just like come. Roam come the collect, they're going to roam the street, packs, knock them over, and it's just his gonna, mates that yeah. schnauzer. Rats, yeah, the pug with the lightsaber. <laughs> There'll just be a little gang. Well, he'll get the lightsaber out, won't he? And it'll be yeah. easy work for him. Damn. That's not the noise the lightsaber <laughs> makes, but you get the idea. Um, but I'm excited to have a food scraps bin. <laughs> These, this uh, is what we've become. It's good time. Really it's now really, we're talking about it's exciting. Being excited for our food scraps, but all we have are But I tell you what, I, you know. I would, I would What's trade. I would trade my food scraps bin for a weekly garden bin. I would, <laughs> to be honest, because there's not usually any food scraps. Yeah, but you your food scraps can go in the garden bin, but then go in the know. garden bin. Chicken though. Yeah, chicken, chicken. go in the garden bin. All yeah. of it, organic. organic. Yeah. I need to. I don't understand. I, I feel like we're wrong. Samuel would be telling us right now. He's not. He's been very quiet. So, um, oh, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, you can put whatever in the in the green bin in Christchurch, like your organics bin. But you do run the risk of if you leave it out during summer, it smells like hot rotting meat. Yeah. Um, but the the trade off for the green bin being taken every week in Christchurch is that your red bin gets taken every fortnight, so it alternates recycling and organic rubbish. And I hated it. Hated really, it. I don't hated mind it. it. Conceptually, I, I've got a really large carbon footprint, so <laughs> I, you've got quite big feet. <laughs> what are you throwing? That is I am shoving you. straws directly down turtles' throats on the weekend. <laughs> God, wow. Lisa Kelly. I would say turn to grave, but she's not. If she might have died at that comment, though. Actually, to be fair, but then she, turned. But, but, but like you, you do with compost, you turn it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's our podcast. Uh, another good one. Another one for the box. <laughs> another really, really good podcast. We were going quite so well for a bit, of. and then yeah, some real moments in there. So <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Do review. All right. Bye. Bye. Kia ora, Butler here, podcast manager at the Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate.
The Spin-Off Podcast Network.